0: Welcome back to Girls Across the Pond, Episode 7.
1: Episode 7. How are you guys doing? We are recording this on Easter Sunday. You'll probably get it a lot later than that. Happy Easter, everybody. Um, Happy belated Easter. Happy <laughs> Easter. Um, today we have a fun bunch of things to chat about. We're going to talk about some historical things and traditions and things that we may be clinging on to that we don't need to because now they're not history as much as just outdated. And then we're going to play a really fun game and I'm going to get stumped by my daughter, I'm quite sure. We are going to play two truths and a lie. (laughs) I'm
0: scared. I'm very scared. Uh, You have nothing to be afraid of. (laughs) (laughs) So join us. How are you doing this week?
1: I am good. I am. It's it's so funny. The weather has been so so nice here, but today it's actually cool and uh, breezy, and it's like only seventy five or something, which is very chilly compared to what we've, we've been up in like the nineties. So mm. it almost feels like I need a sweater. <laughs> but uh, it's Easter Sunday. It's very it's quiet. Everybody's hanging at home. This is our first, I think. Easter as a family
0: where we're all sort of apart. I don't think, last year Simon wasn't home for Easter.
1: He came home on March 22nd.
0: Oh, right, because COVID happened. You're right, you're Mm -hmm.
1: right. I think we were all together.
0: Yeah. At the
1: little interim apartment we stayed at. So, Mm. did you
0: get your basket? I did get my basket, thank you very much. Nice.
1: Easter baskets are all you. fun. We've been chowing uh-huh. on chocolate today because we gave up chocolate for Lent. and um, Oh, so nice to have chocolate again. <laughs> <laughs> all good. Um, what was I going to say? Oh my gosh. I had the funniest, before we get started, I had the funniest conversation this week with a woman at a bank. I opened an account for a, a product, a thing I was doing, and um, it was when we had to sign up for the account and then call in to get or have them email you your account number so you could actually get into the account that you set up so you kind of right and i i set it up and i i never got the email with the account so i called them and <laughs> i asked this uh, lady who picked up the phone <laughs> poor thing answered the phone and um i told her I, I i didn't have my account number i couldn't get into my account and she <laughs> she must have been an aquarius <laughs> I they I, oh no. apparently they apparently they just changed their um accounting system and they had some new account numbers and she proceeded to tell me how the old numbers worked and how the new numbers worked and then she was like let me see if we have a new account number for you and so she looked it up and it, sure enough it was a six digit number great that's all i needed to know and then she proceeded to tell me about the old numbers that actually started with an l but then they had this interim period where they had an l with an n and there were seven digits um long but there was a space in the middle now there's no space so they had to redo their website because now they just need a box that has six digits and it was going on I thought I was going to lose my mind this <laughs> funny. she was so helpful and so kind and I was be- trying to be so nice to her but she just was going on and on with every aspect of the phone call <sighs> and I, I so wanted to ask her what her birthday was <laughs> Because that was an example of somebody who should be telling you the time that they want to build a watch for you. She was telling me how the whole computer system used to work.
0: I I have a really bad habit of doing that so frequently. And not only, not only doing that, (laughs) but like, I'll say, I'll say, I'll start to tell somebody something and then like, oh, like, you know, like everybody's told the same story twice at least one time before where you like tell somebody something and they're like, I've already told you this. Um... And, like, there have been times where I've gone through that, and then somebody's like, oh, yeah, 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 you told me about that. And then I'm like, yeah. And and then I just continue to tell the story as though they never just told me that. And it.
1: Do you often see people looking at you like this?
0: No. Thank no. God. <laughs> Thank God I have friends that are okay. very patient with me.
1: Yes. So, just let them talk. It's all good. Um, yeah, she was very sweet. Um, and they've changed their computer system, and I have a new number, and that's the end of the story but (laughs) and now Uh, your bank account works my bank account works and i'm learning patience which if you know me is a very hard thing i used to think i was a pretty patient person (laughs) but i'm not (laughs) but i'm not yeah so anyways we've been looking for a new church Mm. because we've just moved and today being easter sunday we we thought oh god we have not been to church in a while because we've just moved and we don't know what we're doing. So we searched around and we found a church here in Florida that was open. There's only a few churches that actually had services today, which I was surprised about because most places in Florida are open. Um, And this particular one was like, yeah, come in, no masks, whatever. Let's shake hands. Let's give a hug. I mean, they were open. (laughs) Mm -hmm. As far as I could go. But it was great. Um, it was a uh, just a non-denominational Christian church. But they were really good. I really quite enjoyed the service. It was very uplifting. They had a, a young girl there. Actually, they had a band, as most churches do these days, which is odd for us, you and I, because we're used to not having that. But <clears throat> they had a, a great little band. And the young girl, she's probably in her early 20s, older than you, but still young. And she had the most beautiful voice. I mean, she mm-hmm. just she sang amazing grace today and it just gave me chills. It was beautiful. Did you cry? I did get weepy. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> if you were there, you'd have been like, "Are you crying?"
0: You're yeah, painful. I would have been like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> um, but it was beautiful and I was so happy to be there and it was wonderful. Um, anyways, we walked out of the church and I I said to dad, you know, God, that was great. What did you think? And he was like, mm, yeah, I don't like it. Mm. And I thought, oh, that's so sad. So we probably won't go back. Um, but he was missing the tradition of our typical church. And we, if you don't know us, which you probably don't, we uh, we always attended a um, a high ceremony church, as they call themselves, where the priest or pastor who's leaving the church is full regalia, um, there's, you know,
0: every like, like, on the... We didn't have, like, a proper band at that church. We had an organist.
1: We had an organist. We sang hymns. I much prefer, personally, hymns to contemporary Christian music. Um, I'll listen to contemporary Christian music if you're playing it for me, but it's not something I seek
0: out. I don't know. How do you feel about it? Um, I enjoy it. I enjoy both. I think my problem is, is that... As a music production student, when I listen to music very frequently, I end up too often in the analytical side of music. So when I'm listening to, ch- like, church music, because, like, the church I go to currently is a also contemporary modern Christian music church. When I go, you know, I'm around all these people that are, like, they've got their hands in their air, and they're, like, singing along, and I just don't feel that emotional connection because I'm not that emotional in general, but two like... We, like today, for example, we were listening. I, I was, we did their Easter Sunday service too, and the guitar started playing. And my friend, I, the, the service was live streamed, so I actually just went over to my friend's flat and we just watched the live stream together. And like, my friend was like, oh, I love this song. Like, that was like his first response. And my first response was, wow, the guitar EQ is kind of weird. Like that's, that's literally what I was like. I was like, wow, it sounds like only treble on the guitar EQ. And I was like, they need to boost that in like the 80 Hertz range. And I was like, that's where my mind went. Not, oh yeah, I love this song. Hands up. Let's rejoice. Like, um, uh, yeah. so I find it hard to enjoy just because I look at it a little more on the analytical side, but I'm totally fine with like worshiping either way. I, I don't mind. I, I get more out of, like, sermons and prayer in church services than I do with the actual worship in the song or mm-hmm. hymn standpoint, but I yeah. don't mind either, I and will still participate in either.
1: Yeah, I think it's, um, yeah, you and I are very similar, and I think for me it's just, I think spirituality is a very personal thing, and, you mm. know, on different levels for every person, and for me, I want to come in, and I want to
0: yeah, it's inward-focused, isn't it? It's
1: inward. I don't want to it? be out there doing it, but there were definitely the hands in the air today and that kind of thing. There was also applause, which I thought was odd.
0: Oh, yeah, there's applause in my church as well. Yeah, that's odd to me. Mm. I'm not used to applause in a church. You know, we I, would have a birthday like, prayer. but. Right. I feel like um, in like you can always tell if you're inward worshiper or if you're an outwards worshiper when like people say, let's pray. People's mm-hmm. hands either do this and they go out, to like let's pray and like you put your hands open or it's let's pray and your hands come in and you like bow your head. And I'm the latter. My head, my hands go down and my head goes down. That's just like naturally what my body does. Yeah. Um, but I know tons of people that like put their hands out and actually, so my church, uh, that I'm going to now has, um, just like for a little bit of a spiel has, uh, gone online because of COVID and they have like a fully live stream service. It's really great. But recently, because things are starting to open up again, they have been allowing in-person congregations, but you have to book your tickets ahead of time so they can account for people and such. So my friend and I went to um, just a couple of their normal Sunday services in the evening and uh, just to go to the actual in-person congregation. But um, we went early enough before this church service started that we were like watching the tech team rehearsal while they were like running all the sound and all this stuff, which I'm... Planning on joining um, really soon. But before they did, the whole tech team, like before the actual service, the whole tech team got together and like said a prayer. But I thought the way they did it was like really cool because they all got in like one big circle and it was socially distanced because they were all like six feet apart. But they all said like one big prayer as a group. And then they took a time where everybody just turned to the person on their right and prayed for that person. And then like, took another second, and then everybody turned to their person on their left, and then prayed for that person in specific too, and then they prayed once more as a group, and just, like, watching that from the outsider's perspective, because it was the tech team praying for the tech team, so the congregation wasn't involved, we were just, like, waiting for the service to start, I thought it was very interesting, I've never, I've never seen anybody, like, in a group pray like that, and I, I really enjoyed watching it from an outsider's perspective.
1: When you were in altar guild, didn't you guys pray at the back of the church after a service?
0: Yes, but it it was it was a group prayer. We we just got together and we would all bow our heads and oh. and pray together. But the the part that I'm emphasizing is everybody praying for a specific person, so that everybody is receiving a prayer specific to them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, gotcha, and gotcha, gotcha. it's not just like, "Oh Lord, help us get through this service." It's like, "I hope so and so does blah blah blah." <laughs> get through <in> this service.
1: <laughs> Got another one. Yeah. More, one more time.
0: <laughs> Sorry, you know, you know what I mean. You know what I mean.
1: Yeah. What um, I wanted to, why I brought up the whole church thing. We're not getting religious here. But well, actually, we did. Um, but it brought <laughs> when we were driving home. It made me think. Um, you know. The church we went to before was very traditional and I love tradition very much organized and this is the way it's always been why would you change it status Mm -hmm. quo kind of person Um, but it made me start to wonder because I thought about going back to a church similar to where what we had um, attended back in Colorado which is very strict and orderly and it just had its its processes and this one was so loose and I thought is it is it tradition or is it old fashioned? And those can be one and the same, but they can also be very different. I mean you can keep you can have a tradition that that is something that you do, i.e. Easter morning, whatever. Um, but you could also have traditions that weigh you down in just being the old way of doing things and now's the time to look forward and it made me wonder if more churches are opening up to this more spiritual uh everybody has a band now kind of thing and is that the new way of doing things or is that just a different way and when is tradition old-fashioned and needs to be revamped i don't know from a young person's point of view from your point of view and your friends and, and buddies at school or whatever. How do you guys all look at that?
0: Um, I have to be honest, it's not a conversation I have with any of my friends. Man, this is so traditional. What's the difference between tradition and old-fashioned? That's never been a point of conversation, but I think it's important to have both something that is because i mean for the exact reason you said earlier you connect with different things like you really connected with the church service you just went to versus dad as you just said did not connect with it and having both options available a more traditional like a quote-unquote old-fashioned but more traditional church service versus a more contemporary modern one people are going to connect with different things especially when it comes to emotional uh... standpoints like that where it is like a very inwards and like like thing that connects to your heart i feel like it's important to have both things because not everybody thinks the same way not everybody's minds work the same way as i've clearly stated before um because my mind does not work i feel like most cognitive (laughs) humans do um but i feel like it's important to have both so that everybody has like i don't want to say like an equal opportunity of connecting but so that everybody can connect with something if they so choose to um but also it's a, it's dependent on the scenario and on what what specifically we're talking about when it comes to traditions because you know if you look at something like modern day i'm not going to get political but like if you like look at like gender roles and quote unquote traditional gender roles nowadays that's very old fashioned not just traditional yeah. it's old fashioned like is it that period odd? But yeah, and that I look that's and think,
1: well Yeah, I guess I'm old-fashioned. I mean, I I'm, I'm certainly like, you know, live your life and do what you want, but to me, there's that seems black and white. And what? <laughs> I don't want to get <laughs> want to get into this. Um I know you started it, Mom. Uh,
0: <laughs> I think
1: I'm a very old-fashioned traditional person. So Interesting. When you yes, when things like that come up, I think the world should be black and white to me, but that doesn't mean that these new things coming down the pipeline at me, I'm like, oh poo poo, it's just not for me. You know, I'm living in a world where I think I'm used to to the way things have been, status quo. I'm very comfortable doing my own thing, and yet now here's other things, and again, I'm going to use the church example, where church isn't high priest, and it's not, you know the altar guild and all that kind of stuff. It's a bunch of kids standing up at the altar with guitars and keyboards and singing contemporary Christian songs. It's very odd to me, which is I liked it today. Not that it's wrong, it's just mm. not it's left of center to me, and
0: I'm I'm not used to it. Personally, I'm somebody who don't get me wrong, I love rules. I love it when there's a set of guidelines. I'm like, great. I know exactly where things are what I'm supposed to be doing where my leeway is in this section but also when I'm given like guidelines or quote-unquote traditions or whatever my first thought is like not like how can I break them that's definitely not where my mind goes (laughs) but but more like how can I do this in a maybe more efficient way or a better way or a more unique way I think is like kind of where my mind goes because like I mean, even if you just take the church example again, when you were like, you know, these, these are now, you know, young kids just worshiping with like some guitars. I mean, not everybody at a point in time has been able to go to seminary school. Um, so, yeah. you know, but what's to stop somebody who maybe, I don't know, has a guitar on their own and they're just, they live in their own life, but they're like, you know, I really want to worship. There's nothing, they, you know, it's not like somebody's like, man, I really want to get religious, but I don't have the money to go and, you know, get a degree in this and, like, actually do proper training for all this stuff. Therefore, I can't be religious.
1: Well, contrary to what you're saying there, I think that the, every single person in that congregation was probably more educated in the Bible and the books than anybody at our previous church.
0: Right, By so that's far. more. that's more of a... Yeah I would I would argue the same thing about my church now. I have there are there are teens my age in my college um like youth program who have like giant excerpts of the Bible just memorized off yeah. their like verses and like they like read their bibles consistently and I'm like holy crap like like somebody was like man we were just We were just like, you know, doing this prayer and I really felt called as a group for us to really pay attention to Psalm 91, which is blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, my God, the fact that you have that memorized and know it off the top of your head is like so impressive. And I have (laughs) so much respect for you. But like, you know, that there's there's an example of when times where you're changing the normal and doing things in a new, innovative way can improve things. Because if you're not changing things there there is no ability for improvement period i mean you can argue in some situations when things have changed they've gotten worse but you'll never know if you don't try that's
1: right 100% and i'm all for that school of thought i think that's great um mm-hmm. do you have traditions that you now that you are still holding on to now that you're out on your own things that we had
0: as a i <laughs> i don't really know like if i would long consider us to have had many traditions as a family. Like, I mean, going to church, like, doing Lent, like, and stuff, but that's, like, more religious stuff that, like, but it's not specific to our family or anything. Um, But, I mean, even, like, I feel like American culture, because America is, like, such a big melting pot of, like, so many different cultures matched into one, I feel like It doesn't have much of its own culture. Maybe also because it's such a new country compared to the history of, like, other countries. Mm -hmm. Um, We are only, what, 1776? Like, so we're a very new country for, like, the age of the rest of the world. But I feel like there aren't a ton of cultures and traditions that are strictly American. I don't know, maybe the Super Bowl. And if that's one, uh, (laughs) no, I don't, because I did not watch the Super Bowl. So
1: yeah what about Sunday night suppers I mean I always like to end the weekend with a nice calm meal before we hit the road on the weekend. Uh,
0: I do not I I don't cook so I do porridge Sunday night porridge <laughs> and I also like I don't know Uh, though, like, I I was gonna say, like, I don't sit and eat with my flatmates, but that's not true, because, like, sometimes, like, my flatmates and I will make a meal together, and we'll, like, all make fajitas, because there's, like, enough for all of us, or we're all, like, we'll all, like, chip in, like, five pounds, and then order, like, a big meal deal from, like, Taco Bell or something, and, like, then it's only, like, you know, five pounds a person, and we got a ton of food, and then, like, works out really well, or something. So, like, we eat together, but it's not like, oh, every Sunday we're gonna sit down and have a meal together, it, it never, it's not that black and white. Yeah, Dad and
1: I are going to start having um, beach Thursdays. So every Thursday morning, we're going to get up, go get some coffee at Starbucks or whatever, go to the beach, for a few hours. Yeah, barring any weather issues, but yeah, we just said you know during the week we want to we want to go when it's not terribly crowded because the weekends are crazy, and Mm. uh, just take Mel out and do that. I think that's nice. Um, I don't know. I think I think traditions are so important. And uh,
0: and history. I also think I they're important that. as well. I want to clarify, even though I'm arguing on the side of new, <laughs> I I do think they're important. I
1: um I follow a a hashtag on um, Instagram. Well, I follow quite a few that kind of pertain to this, but I love heirlooms, and I think the the concept
0: of an heirloom is,
1: I mean, do you even know do you know what those are?
0: Yeah, like heirlooms. a physical thing you pass down.
1: Yeah. Um there's quite a few different heirlooms and I love obviously famous ones that you can see um through the ages. One of my favorites is following tiaras, which is kind of a an I know, one, I, I know
0: I actually knew that about you. I remember you yeah, doing that. I love
1: to follow tiaras through the ages and you can see the same piece of jewelry on multiple heads, um, whether they're <laughs> most multiple of them yeah, most of them are royalty, but some are just aristocracy. And but you can see them through the ages and I just I love following things like that or seeing a brooch, a piece of jewelry, a brooch that appears throughout time. I think that's very fun. We don't have any family heirlooms. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you some of my jewelry, make it an heirloom for whomever. If you ever okay. procreate and have have future
0: <laughs> future people. <laughs> Little people that you may have. Tiny humans. Know. What's that? <laughs> Tiny, Tiny humans. Tiny humans. Exactly. How's your language learning? My language learning is going so well. I'm really,
1: I, I will say, I am struggling with the fact that this, just like Korean for you, is not a, roman, a romanticized language. No, that's a a romanized language. language. A romanized language. Romanized language. Thank you. Romanized. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm having to learn an alphabet Learn what those letters are, learn what those letters sound like, and how they're strung together in to make a word, and that word doesn't, you know, you don't pronounce every single letter, or sometimes you do, I don't know. There's some other letters that have no pronunciation, they're just there for the inflection. So I'm struggling with all of that, and then trying to learn, you know, what that word is. Um, so it's it's like a multi-tiered thing, but it's... Very good. My um my little Russian team that I just love um, skated again this weekend. It was great. Um, and they pulled a bronze medal at a very tough competition. Man, they had some stiff competition. And they're so tiny. You forget how tiny this team is because they they skate so mature. And there they were on the podium. And it, it was third place, so the third is a little lower anyway. But the first and second were up here, and then they were like, you know, their little heads peeking out. They're so Aww. tiny, so adorable. But I was so excited because I was watching um, the presentation on YouTube, and it has, you know, up in the corner of, of a sporting event, it has like a little stat box, and it was all in Russian. And I was able to look at it and figure out what the words were and what the scores actually meant that I was looking at. So I was looking, and all of a sudden I realized that the bottom word Said leader, and I was mm. like euphoric. I was just like, Oh my gosh, that's the leader. It feels form. good,
0: doesn't it? Yeah,
1: oh my gosh. I just, yeah, I was like, Oh, I got it, I got it, I got it. And then oh, I yeah. looked at the top one and I started sounding it out, and I realized that the one just above it was current, was the word that it was saying. So the mm. current skater was this, and this is what the leader was. So I was able to figure all that out, which is great. um And then I was, you know, they were all over Instagram this weekend because they posting the different things going on at that event, and so I was able to pull out a few words from each of those. I still can't read a whole post, um, mm-hmm. but I was able to figure out most of them. I've got the word championship down. I can spot that now. <laughs> I can spot mm-hmm. Russia. That word comes up. Dance. I can see that word in the middle of a post. So, yeah, it's it's going well so far.
0: Mm, very How about nice. s- you?
1: How about um, you? We missed yours
0: last week, so you have two weeks worth of fill-in to do. <laughs> Um, first of all, don't worry about, um, not being able to read a full post. There are some times where I, cause I follow a lot of K-pop idols and stuff on Instagram and they'll post things in full Korean cause they're, you know, Korean. Um, and a lot of times I can't read a lot of what it says, um, cause they'll use like really big words and I'm like, why did you write that word instead of just like, oh yeah, I had fun. They're like, I had an exuberant time today and I'm like, okay, okay, exactly. okay. vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, it's the same thing, like, when they'll talk about, like, a stage performance, I know exactly what they're talking about, and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, cool. Um, when it comes to the writing system, there, like, something I did is, because um, Korean, obviously, has a completely different writing system, is, like, what, before, because now I have it, like, down so much that it's, like, I never like look at a letter and go, what sound does that make? Like ever. Sometimes I'll yeah. all be like, oh, did I read that right? And I like relook at it to make sure I read the right vowel or something. If I was like going too fast and then I'm like, oh, I said that wrong. But for the most part, I don't have any trouble with it anymore. Um, and what I really did is I went, um, it kind of depends, but I would take... If you have a good translator, I don't know if you're just using like Google Translate or not, or what you're using, but there's one in Korean called PAPAGO, and that's like the number one translator for English to Korean. That's, that's like, it's for Korean language. Um, is I would take a word that I saw, um, and so like, let's use the word school for example, it's HAKYO. And if that was the first time I'd seen it, I would sound it out and I, like, without knowing what it meant, I'd just be like, oh, Hakyo And then I'd put it in a translator and not, not to, like, learn what the word meant, but I would just listen how the audio recording of it, like, was played to make sure I was getting the general gist of it. But mm-hmm. I completely ignored the romanized version of it because you would, like, for example, Hakyo is romanized H-A-K-K-O. Uh, H-A-K-K-Y-O. I would say y y o. Um, And so I I like would completely avoid that because, you know, you want to get to a point where you don't need to rely on the romanized version of anything and you can just read it in your the actual writing system and just go. But that's like how I would like check things but I would just like read everything I could even if I had no understanding of what it meant I still do that where I'll just like open a book to a random page and be like ah oh, here's a word I'm gonna read it mandu which means dumplings by the way but uh that was just the first word that which came to my what? dumpling that's what I that thought you just, said that was just the first thing minute. that came I to my that head word again. say that mandu word again. Mandu? What? mandu 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 <sighs> mandu yeah <laughs> I'm gonna, that was a nice iconic moment. Mandu. What? Mandu. What? Mandu! Something that I find about Koreans is that... Other... You okay there? You know, I first learned that word, dumpling, um, from a BTS short. It was it was it was a James Corden, it was carpool karaoke of BTS with James Corden and they were like, and, and James Corden asked the group, like, who in the group is, are, like, most likely to fight and they're like, oh yeah, Jimin and V, instantly and he was like, what did you guys fight over? and they all were like, mandu, mandu, mandu like, they're like, you fought over dumplings? um anyways, that's how I learned that word, but <laughs> something I'm finding with Korean is even like, letters that have a specific Romanized letter that it agrees with. So like the letter in Korean that looks like a square, Miam um, is its name, it makes an M sound. That's the only sound it makes, M. So it's just, you see the box and you're like, ah, mm. And that's fine. But there's like a difference in pronunciation between how you actually make the M sound versus like English, the Romanized M. Yeah. And so like in Korean, any word there's no like sharp inhale before you take it. Like if I was gonna say, um, I don't know, money, um, I wouldn't just be like, money. You kind of go, money, you know? And there's like almost like a, there's like almost a slight inhale before you exhale versus like in Korean, you just like go, bandu. And because of that M can sometimes sound really harsh in Korean, I learned, and it can almost sound like a B. So like um, the word for water, in korean is mul if you're saying it really slow m-u-l mul but i've heard like actual fluent korean speakers like that's their native tongue they'll say it really fast and it sounds like bul and i'm like that sounds like you're saying b-u-l because it's just it's just like straight off their lips aspirated going off of it and that's something that i've that's something i've spent so long trying to work on and i i'm still not quite doing it right but i've definitely gotten better at it Um, which is just something to pay attention to because they're different writing systems. So different pronunciations.
1: The whole pronunciation thing is throwing me. First of all, I cannot roll an R at all. My tongue moves. I I can roll my tongue and do all sorts of things with it, but I cannot roll an R. I just really, really struggle with it. Mm. So I don't know if I'll ever be able to get this language to say it, but again, my, my main goal is to be able to read it. Right. Right. Which I'm on track for that, but yeah, struggles. What is your there word is... for the day? A dumpling?
0: What, what I, I'll, I'll leave my word as, um, yeah, uh, mandu, which is dumpling. Um, another really cool word. Well, uh, oh, man, which one should I share? Okay, I'll share the, uh, that one next week. Um, I was going to share the one that I was intentionally going to share before I just spontaneously said dumpling on this podcast <laughs> um, was uh, yoshin, which means goddess. Um And I'm actually watching a K-drama right now with my flatmate that I've just been, like, so obsessed with, um, called Yoshin Garing, which uh, is, it's actually the English name for it is called True Beauty. So there is no, uh, it's not a direct translation. But I I actually don't know what the full title translates to in Korean. It's something goddess, um, and it's about a girl who feels really ugly and like she like got bullied for her looks and stuff so she like learns how to do makeup really well and then she changes schools and she like has this like beautiful face of makeup and everybody thinks she's like this goddess but then she's like nervous that the second they find out what her face like really looks like without makeup she's gonna like get bullied again and it's it's a very sweet story about like being confident in your own skin, but I've just been watching that so much. Um, and that's a great way to learn stuff. I'm just, you know, that's, it's all in Korean. And so I've just been, uh, I'm currently, because I'm watching it through with my, my friend who doesn't speak Korean, we're watching it with English subtitles, but I'm going back a second time and re-watching it only in Korean subtitles, so it's in Korean with Korean subtitles as well. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. So at least I can read along with what they're saying, and I can hear what they're pronouncing, even if I can't follow every single act of their conversation, because sometimes they speak really, really fast. That's what I was going
1: to ask you, is it in Korean? Is it actually in Korean, or is it made... Mm no no
0: all, all Korean actors all Korean things there's another k-drama that I'm watching called run on um, and I've just been kind of like watching it casually like every once in a while I watch an episode I'm not like oh yes I, I want to sit down and watch this kind of thing but um, there's this, it that's another it, it's a k-drama so all of its in Korean it's Korean actors and stuff but there's uh, the main character her job is a translator so she speaks English and Korean but she was on a set for a movie where they had the, the an American director who was speaking English, and she had to like translate what he was saying to the uh, Korean cast or whatever. But the guy that they cast as the American was just a, a Western looking guy, like a Caucasian male, um, who my Western my man? guess my guess is actually you know lived in Korea and speaks Korean, because when he spoke, it sounded. <laughs> Like, he had a Korean accent uh, when he was speaking English. So it sounds like, you know, he's actually lived in Korea and speaks Korean is probably, if not his main language, the one that he uses the most frequently now, because he had a little bit of an accent. But, you know, because he looked Caucasian and was not explicitly Korean, you know, he was like playing a Caucasian male. Um, I just thought that was funny.
1: Are these uh, K-dramas available here in America?
0: Yeah. Um our, our, our American they, Yeah, there's a ton on Netflix. Um one of my favorite K dramas of all time is called Startup. I I was really obsessed with it at the end of last term, like close to Christmas, and I'm sure you heard me talking about it. Um I talked about it a couple times, but uh remember. that is um a Netflix original. So it's on Netflix if you have it. Um and it's nice. like owned by Netflix, owns the rights to it completely. So yeah, you can watch that anywhere. Um, as well as, uh, just a K drama streaming service, uh, is called Rakuten Viki. That's what I typically watch most of my K dramas on, and that's, uh, the same way like an anime streaming service is called Crunchyroll. That's like for anime, explicitly for anime. Rakuten Viki is specifically for Korean content and media, and um, you can download that anywhere. I yeah, think anywhere cool. in the world.
1: Do you find it in um? very helpful to watch shows like Mm.
0: that. I I love watching stuff like that. I also love, just because I like K-pop, I watch a lot of like, quote unquote, idol shows. So like a lot of bands that are like K-pop groups will do like short shows on like YouTube and stuff. Uh, where they have it's like a almost like a reality show where they'll play like mini games and they'll go out and do some fun stuff, but it's like them interacting as a group, so oh, right. it's a lot, a lot of that content. And specifically, I really like NCT's content because, first of all, there's like 23 of them, so it never gets boring because there's 23 of them. Like, come on, there's always content coming out, but they have a lot of foreign members, so um, quite a few of them speak English, so there's quite a bit of English content just for my own personal enjoyment, like of members just speaking English, but. Um, Because not all of them are Korean speakers, like, as their first tongue, um, I find they speak a little bit slower with each other. So it's a lot easier for me to keep pace and, like, understand what they were doing. Um, There was one game where they were playing, and it's like a Korean syllable game, because all Korean words are based off of specific syllables. um, And basically how the game works, explaining it in the, the best way I can, is somebody says a word, and then the next person... It's, all, it's a rhythmic game, so you're doing it in time with each other. But somebody says a word, and then the next person takes the last syllable of that previous word and has to make a new word. But they have to be real words. And so, like, you're chanting and you're just, like, you know, going around saying games. But it's really funny when you watch it with the captions because things don't translate one for one. So it just looks, it looks like somebody's, like, shark. And then they'll be, like, I don't know, library or something like words that don't coincide at all. But they do in Uh Korean because, you know, they're matching syllables or whatever. Mm -hmm. I was watching a a video of NCT when they were playing that. And I was cracking up and I didn't have the subtitles on at all. I was just following along because they, they do it slow enough for me to follow what they're saying because you know some of the members don't like they have japanese members they've got chinese members when, uh, members who speak english as their first language uh i 10 is from thailand so um yeah so he speaks thai as his first language um so they they've got tons of foreign members uh so they i feel like they all kind of speak a little bit slower for like when they can't understand each other which is really really nice mm. So I, I've been using a lot of that as my learning sources lately.
1: Oh, cool. Any way you can. That's great. I might go back and watch The um, the Americans, I did not say The Russians, watch The Americans again, which is a great, a great TV series. Um, It was on for like six, six seven, eight ser- years, I think. Mm. And it was uh, based on a true story. Did you ever watch The Americans? No, I've never heard of it. Oh, it's based on them, um, based loosely, based on a true story of back in the 80s during the cold war when glasnost and all that was happening and um they had uh russians would come and they were uh trained in russia from the age of five six like really young Mm. to be american oh and as as adults they came over to america no russian accent they were completely westernized and they were live it they were meant to sort of live their life here as russian spies but you couldn't tell they were the least Mm. bit russian they were so americanized and it followed this couple that was brought here to america to spies they were made to marry here they had children here who were american citizens because they were born on american soil who didn't even know their parents were uh russian spies and I know, and in the series, these uh, this couple, this family, actually lived across the street from a member of uh, the CIA, <laughs> and they got to be friends, and wow. neither one knew the other one was, well, the Russians knew that he was CIA, but the CIA guy didn't know that they were spies. They thought mm-hmm. they, they'd go over and have barbecues, and they'd talk about things, and the spies would get information and
0: go back, and... Uh, it was a great I, I think I've actually, now that you've described the plot, I think I've heard about that somewhere. But oh, yeah, go back great. and watch it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really good. Um, and the fun thing is that the, the male lead on that is, um, I think his name is Matthew Rees. He's Welsh. And if you listen so to cool. him speak ever, he's like strong Welsh accent, doing an American accent, pretending to be Russian. Russian.
0: Nice. Yeah. But anyways, great, of stuff a <laughs> great
1: series. So I may go back because there's quite a bit of scenes in that where they're just speaking Russian straight away.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I was watching, um, last bit on this, is I, I watched, I think I mentioned this, I might have mentioned this in a past episode, or it, it might have just been on the phone with you. I can't remember if we were just casually on the phone or if we were podcasting. Um, but I watched... Um, this past For the past year, I, my friend has been taking me through the Marvel Universe because it's a, been a universe I've actually never conquered because there were so many movies I was intimidated and I was like, I don't know what order they go in. So my friend was like, oh, I'll sit you down and we'll, we'll go through movie by movie. And I just finished Endgame. So I just finished the whole cinematic universe. I'm so proud of myself. Um, oh, wow. No spoilers. No spoilers. But um, I was watching Black Panther when we were on the Black Panther movie and there's one scene where they go to South Korea uh for like there there's like this heist and they go to South Korea for this party for this heist but to get into the door there was like a conversation between uh a Korean woman who was like kind of like the guard at the door that was like letting you people in and the 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 party um and they had this full conversation in Korean and it was subtitled obviously because you know it was made for an American Mm -hmm. English, English speaking audiences. Um, but I understood the entire thing without the captions to the point where I, I forgot, I didn't realize there were captions on it at first. And I actually paused the the video and I was like, do you know what he said? Like, do you know what they said? And my friend was like, yeah, there were subtitles. And I was like, Oh, well, well, I understood it all. So whatever. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Brownie point.
0: That's, that's pretty cool when it's starting to just bleed in and you're,
1: like yeah, that's what I was mm.
0: currently, I'm trying so hard to find, like not to say to find a native speaker where I am. That kind of sounds weird, but I really want like a f- friend or a buddy, like that I can talk with, um, in the in my target language, casually. You know, just like so I can practice speaking. Because yeah. currently, the only the only native speaker I speak to is the when I do Korean tutors on Italki, which I have to pay for. Which there, I have no problem paying a teacher, you know. But um, also, sometimes I just want to practice.
1: Like, yeah. Hit up a friend
0: and be like, "Can I buy you a drink and like we'll go practice Korean or something?" But yeah, still on the lookout for that.
1: <laughs> so chime in.
0: <laughs> so chime in if you want to be my Korean speaking buddy. Nice. Shall we move on to two truths and a lie? All right, I'm a little nervous, I have to say. So how this works for our lovely listeners is I was asked this past week to find, like, movies, books, artists, kind of anything and, like, modern media and stuff and, you know, categorize it and have two true statements and one lie statement. And you have to just pick out which one is a lie. Um, You told me. You said that you didn't mind... Not knowing stuff, so I'm no, here to I quiz you. So I, I only have four because it, they were actually really hard for me to come up with. And depending on if people like this segment, we can do it again, and I'll have more time to think about new stuff. But um, I thought we'd start out easy, and then <laughs> I think go I, and start well, out start out easy. easy one
1: wrong.
0: No, the easy one is uh, specific to me, okay. and then the other ones are more like media and overall world things. But the first one is countries I have pen pals in. So uh, I'm going to give you three countries, and you just have to guess which one I don't actually have a pen pal in. Okay,
1: which one of these is a lie?
0: Yeah, which one of these? uh, So countries I have pen pals in, Australia, Singapore, and Italy. Ooh. Singapore. Correct. I had one. Past, Past tense, I had one, but we do not pen pal anymore.
1: So you have an Italian pal and an Australian pal
0: Yeah I have two Australian pen pals and one in Ita- and it, one in one in Italia uh, one Itali- in Italy <laughs> um, nice and the Italian one and I actually pen pal like really frequently we, we get back to each other really frequently because a lot of places in Europe can get to like just across Europe in general can get back to England really quickly so mm-hmm. I feel like we pen pal pretty frequently but Australia from England takes like Sometimes I I don't even hear from that pen pal for like two months, and then I get back a letter, and then I'm like, I don't even remember what we were talking about. Yeah,
1: they write your answers. The the answer to question number three
0: is yes. And I'm like, yeah, I have no clue what that, I was like, I don't know what I asked you.
1: (laughs) That makes sense. The pen pal club I does, I does? Oh my God, I didn't just say, the pen pal club I run, um, pen pals do say it takes four weeks to get a letter to Australia. So four weeks to get there, and then four weeks to get back, plus writing time. So yeah, a couple months
0: yeah here to the us is about two weeks time okay the next one british slang phrases so uh these are they're not really phrases they're more like slang words so mortal as in not immortal mortal pied off and crankin
1: those are things that people would say
0: in Britain, like they say in like casual colloquial phrases. Give them to me again. Mortal, pied off and crankin. Crankin being like cranking, I-N-G, but like crankin.
1: I think pied off would be something I would hear there. I don't know what it would mean if you were pied off. (laughs) <laughs> oh this is hard
0: um
1: i know there's no money writing on it
0: so just pick one right what was the last one crankin and the first one was mortal i think mortal is something that's not british nope that's that's real oh. crankin crankin is the lie pied off and mortal all both real i'll tell you what they mean what? so now, pied what off. Do, what did they mean that's what i just said i'll tell you what they mean um <laughs> pied <laughs> interrupting me I, have a before I can issue. explain <laughs> um pied off means the exact same as blown off Ah, oh, he pied me off he blew me off oh seriously mm, yeah I've said that to you on the phone before like if I like ignore somebody's text ah, oh, they pied me off um that's 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 what it means and yeah. mortal just means drunk um So when you're, when you're really drunk, I've had so many like of my flatmates come back and like at like two in the morning and I'm watching a movie introverting and like they come into the kitchen and I'm like, Hey, like, are you doing okay? And they're like, Oh my God, I'm so mortal right now. That's, and I, I I actually drunk. Like I'm so drunk right now. (laughs) And I remember when I first heard it, I had to ask, I was like, what does that mean? You're so (laughs) mortal. And they're like, I'm so drunk. I think, I think that one is a Northern slang, like only North England. Um, but I'm not sure. Um, well, no, it mustn't be because one of my, one of my flatmates is from like Newcastle and one of them is like all the way from like down South, um, by London. So, uh, and they both knew what the phrase meant. So maybe not. Okay. You've got two more categories. Um, would you like K-pop artist stage names or overall 2020 slang words?
1: Oh, these are both good categories. Uh, let's go in order, whatever the next one is.
0: Okay. Uh, since we just did one slang, we'll go to K-pop artist names. So these are stage names, stage names um, for okay. K-pop artists, not their real okay. names. Uh, and you just have to guess which one is not true. We have okay. Win-Win, Jin-Jin, and gyu, gyu. Well, I know Jin
1: from BTS, but
0: Jin Jin not, is... Not, not Jin, Jin Jin as a stage is... name, Win Win she... as a stage name, and Gyu Gyu.
1: Gyu, Gyu sounds Korean, so I'm going
0: to say that's real. Okay. Win, Win Win or... Jin Jin. Like Jin from BTS, but take it and double it. Jin Jin. I'm going
1: gonna, I'm gonna to say Win Win is
0: incorrect. No, that's a real person. Oh <laughs> Gyu, Gyu. Gyu. Gyu I made up. Gyu, Gyu. Gugu is Gyu made Gyu up sounds real um Gugu i made up from bumgyu from txt i just took the last ha- part of his name and doubled it but win win is a real person jin jin is also a real person and like you said jin is a real person and there's also a win in a different group they're all in different groups so win is from a group called mcnd jin is from bts win win is from nct and Jin Jin is from Astro. So now you, now you know. <laughs> now you know. And uh, but there is no... will be
1: changing her name to Joan Joan.
0: <laughs> and there is no Gu <laughs> Goo. I, I actually got scared that there might have been a Gu Goo, and I just, like, didn't know. So I actually, like, Googled, and I was like, Gu Goo K-pop, and nothing came up. So nothing came there is no up. current okay. Goo Goo artist. So I've got
1: one right and two wrong.
0: Okay. The, the last one is just overall teen slang in 2020. I'm going to choke on this one. Okay. I, I, think, I think you can get this one because I've, the two truth ones, the two true ones of these, I've said both of these. Um, and obviously the lie is a lie, so I haven't said it. So so now it's the
1: pressure of if I've listened to you and paid attention.
0: <laughs> okay, go well, ahead and hit me. Well, I don't know if I've said them to you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cap, retweet, and fig.
1: Well, I know retweet. Are you talking Twitter retweet? Retweet?
0: i'm not saying what context it is i'm just it doesn't mean well cap is a real word too and what's the third one fig fig Mm. they're all real words i'm just saying slang words as in it has another meaning fig like cave town's (laughs) cat could be
1: fig cap Watch retweets. The only one that's not retweet is a thing. Are you talking to
0: slang? Yes, I'm talking slang. Slang
1: well, retweet- that you would
0: say, person to person, face to face, in a sentence.
1: Okay. Well, then I'll say retweet because that's a word, but
0: it's not necessarily slang. Uh, it's not. It it's slang. It is slang, um, but it has a, it. Um, fig, it fig fig is the lie. Um, retweet just means I agree as though you would retweet it if it were a tweet on Twitter. So, like, you could say something, and I could be like, oh, retweet. Just in real life. You would say, oh, retweet. Like, yes, I, I agree with what you're saying. I would retweet that. Okay. And cap means lie. So, two two settings. Like, you could be like, no cap, but blah, 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 blah. I'm not gonna lie, but blah, 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 blah. Kind of thing. Or like, oh, nah he's capping. He's lying. Where,
1: do, where does that come from?
0: Capping. I... I don't know. That one, I say that one came... Like, I said 2020 slang words, but I think that's been a slang word longer than 2020. Um, I I It's weird. I don't really know the origin of most slang words. I just hear other people use it and then start to use it myself. Mm. Um, I heard no cap before I heard of anybody being like, oh, yeah, he's capping. Um, but, like, no cap is, like, no lie. Like, no cap, I saw this happen. So so one out of four i'm pretty out of touch (laughs) (laughs) no i i intentionally did like hard ones like i would i didn't expect you to get the k-pop artist stage names i actually thought it was funny because um i just i just recently got into astro which has jinjin the member in it and then i i i when i learned his name i was like oh how funny there's a jin a jinjin a win and a (laughs) win-win and i was like that's really funny (laughs) um and so that's like what inspired that uh section and then we got to like the true truth and the lie so i i was kind of doing it to deceive you sorry
1: nice. no that's okay that's okay you need to do that again come up with some more of those, those that was really
0: fun actually and, and I in the comments let us know if you got them right if you were playing along
1: i thought you if were you... gonna name Ask me to name some countries that i've never heard of from somewhere I'm like oh, never heard no, of would, that no i wouldn't
0: do that <laughs> Those were, like, hard to come up with. The slang words was the one I was, like, really proud of. I was like, oh, yeah, slang words is a good category to do. Yeah. It was hard to make up lies for that. Because I was, like, I I was nervous about fig. Because I was like, fig doesn't really sound like a real slang word. I was like, maybe it could be, like, short for figure of speech. So we'll go with that one. Oh, no, that's a fig. Um, Oh, yeah. See, that that makes sense. That was my thinking. Um, But I... It was hard to come up with the lies.
1: (laughs) So here I am, stumped by my kid
0: on (laughs) Easter Sunday. On Easter Sunday. Uh, Yes. And we still haven't um, actually sitting and recording this. Our first episode has not aired just yet, but it's set to uh, air. Our very first episode will be out on April 6th, two days from when this is being pre-recorded. Obviously now, listening to this, it will be out. But um, that's very exciting. We're getting hyped up on our end. Pre-recording, our very first episode is coming out. Um, make sure you're following us on Instagram, on Facebook. Both of those ads are just girls across the pond to stay updated on our podcast, to get previews of our episodes before they air, to see photos of our very cute pooch Melody. All of that. You don't want to miss out on that. Make sure you're following us. There you go. Uh,
1: we've got some upcoming episodes that are pretty fun. Uh, Along the lines of what you did, we're going to talk about um, some just silly terminology that I've heard from you. And I think, where on earth did that word come from? So it kind of plays off of what you just said. I didn't know you were going to give me terminology today. Uh, (laughs) We're also going to talk about some mistaken lyrics. You've heard a lot of people talk about those. Um, Sometimes I listen to a song and I think, what on earth are they saying right there? Um, (laughs) And then you're heading down to London tomorrow.
0: I am. We typically actually record on Mondays, but because I'm heading down to London, we're recording a day early because I won't be able to actually sit on our normal recording day, but I am going to visit my broski, so I'm bro-ski. very excited. My broski.
1: Yeah, so safe travels to you. Enjoy the Thank time. Thank you very much. Thank Stay you very safe. much. Wear a mask. Use sanitizer. I, uh, you, you know I will. Six
0: feet, blah,
1: blah, 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 blah. Be safe. I'm
0: leaving tomorrow morning. I have not packed. Woo! Yeah,
1: that's okay. <laughs> Eh, what do you need? A couple of days in London. You'll have a good time. Mm-hmm. It would be nice just to hop a train and go to London. I want to be there again. <sighs> Soon. Soon. All right, so that's all for today. That we is all for
0: today. Um, if you're listening on any podcast streaming service, thanks for listening. Be sure to rate us five stars because we're cool. I don't know. Because you liked it. Tell us what you think. And if you're watching us live on our faces on YouTube... Make sure you're subscribed, have the notification bell turned on, and thanks for listening. We'll see you in our next episode. Bye!